0: hello everybody welcome to the very first episode of nerdy up north reviews star trek picard season three we are it's very specific there's a very (laughs) Very specific specific, like very specific review um it is me goodwill as everyone knows the unicorn wearing twitcher and we are which honored is. to have <laughs> we are honored to have one of the funniest men in nerdy up north it's graham the legend that is graham you guys don't realize in something yeah.
1: already, we? <laughs> <laughs> wait hang on do i have to take the others out hello yes yeah. it's me uh it's me so now obviously that was a lovely little introduction but i think we need to we need to start this how all good things start with uh it's been a long road heading from there to here <laughs> it's been a that's long right. time no okay <laughs> maybe that's, maybe right. that's we, not the way to go with this but
0: we we both have faith of the heart <laughs> um i will apologize ladies and gentlemen we have had a nightmare trying to record this episode it is the first episode there are teething issues uh going into this but yes we are here to uh review the first episode of season three of star trek picard um so i think it's probably best if you just get right into it don't you think yeah. I,
1: I i think that is it so uh yeah
0: so um yeah so i absolutely love this episode um from the very first uh from the, the very first scene right to the end credits um i think this was a, a major tonal shift for star trek picard after the first two seasons do we mm. mention the first two seasons of star trek picard
1: <laughs> i think what yeah. you were saying earlier when we were chatting about like the like someone asking whether they need to have seen the previous two seasons to like this and i'm like i don't mm. think so i think it's like no. they're, they're going to be like you know I so like that the it, yeah, writers it's... are just in a silo just being like hey um so uh how long until we can retcon that whole him being a fucking android thing <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's uh yeah um it it's it's very
0: th- this opens um almost immediately copying the wrath of khan um mm. you know in the 25th century as opposed to the uh, the 23rd century in the wrath yeah. of khan um and we get some stunning stunning uh space and nebula shots and then it goes into
1: Whoa, I love a good nebula
0: uh well yeah speaking of war <laughs> war never changes because apparently Fallout 3 is in Star Trek <laughs>
1: yeah, I, mean, is... I heard it and I was like hang on am I watching hang on
0: thing <laughs> I was like the ink spots I don't want to set the world on fire.
1: I, I have to say though that it's like a, in with Picard in next next generation whatnot, listening to all their like, classics like Brahms and stuff to like just being so. No good music has happened in about two hundred and fifty years. Just oh no, no, just like okay, let's listen to the spots you know yeah
0: i i firmly believe that music died around 2007 <laughs> and nothing has been decent ever since as displayed by every single tv show in modern history not <laughs> not showcasing any music yeah. since 2007 um but it but it opens up it opens up with this you know these lovely shots um of the nebula and the, the ink spots playing and it goes into this little tiny porky ship and the the imagery we see we are we know this is crusher's ship you know we we see a lot of crusher-esque i mean if i saw a candle lamp i was going to switch off there and then because crusher (laughs) and candles
1: it's been she's been alone for a while though like as we yeah so i'm thinking you know yeah probably she's probably gone up to lava lamps now so she's probably got like a possessed (laughs) a possessed lava lamp
0: (laughs) but i mean this these first scenes Sure, Crusher as, as we have probably never seen her before, apart from say insurrection, just yeah. kicking ass. Because I was gonna say full on guilf, I was gonna yeah. say full on guilf mode, but uh, but the alien, I mean, the aliens board the ship, um, you know, oh, they, they found us and she immediately goes yeah. into ass kicking mode,
1: yeah. Like, I love um... that the, the enemies here are like trek jowers. <laughs> so <laughs> you know i was expecting a sort of like copyright safe houtini or something in there but like mm.
0: it was um yeah yeah go, going in going in you know she's oh, she found us and she's got this and i don't get this pump action phaser
1: yeah i i always <laughs> wonder this though it's the same with ds9 though where they just go here's our like phaser rifles and you're like but the handheld one does everything anyway. Like you know, it's like it can kill yeah. people. <laughs> you know, it's like why? Why do we need better than killing people? You know, it
0: can kill people plus
1: one. Um, yeah, probably. you can hold it slightly steadier. I think, but I yeah, I think it just looks more badass. To be fair, but uh, I've always the been whole scene mean. was badass. No, no, it was really it was really bad badass. But it's the idea of like I think with Crusher especially, I think she's one of the characters that never really got to shine. Like you know, I'll probably. I might be going ahead of myself, but it's the fact of controversial opinion. My hot take of the week is that uh, I preferred Pulaski as a doctor uh, in terms of like what she actually achieved. But I like Beverly as a a mother, like a more of a sort of character Mm. more. But it just seems a bit of a a, a crap situation when you've got like, I think Phlox is better. Bashir is better. uh, The doctor is better, uh, you know, like. um, Yeah have I got all of them Crusher was very underrated I I I think I I don't I think she was one of those characters where the writers didn't know how to use them like the same with Troy and obviously we've got used to it in later Star Trek where you just have Enterprise where you just go oh they didn't know how to use any of these characters right brilliant you know yeah
0: but like (laughs) but it's kind
1: of good being like okay so maybe she wasn't a brilliant doctor but she's absolutely amazing as a commando like she's sort of totally absolutely badass here but then she gets yeah. injured. So the next bit that happens is obviously she fights fights the enemies off, absolutely disintegrates them or whatever, uh, gets shot in the process and then sends a distress beacon off, a distress communication off. And I'm like, well, cool. You've been injured, but luckily you're a doctor. You can totally sort this out yourself. Seemingly not. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea um... that she's a doctor, but she's like, oh, I've been injured. Oh, well, nothing what? to do here then. I didn't have a med kit with me. It's
0: locking in a random dude telling telling her to open the door who you know who we don't know who that is uh, we just see a british accent you know open the door open the door um, you know uh, sending obviously she gets she gets shot by the enemies after she, you know and then she she vaporizes point blank i may add vaporizes an alien which is like hell yeah this is a crusher that we have never seen Yeah, um, and then does a an encoded transmission you know code name myriad which is quite a deep course uh back to best of both
1: worlds uh, see, i love i love that because i was like i know what that is but i can't place it yeah. at all and then later in the episode it goes like oh it's from this and you're like oh thank you thank you for yeah. <laughs>
0: my knowledge being flawed so obviously we get that you know she sends a message to picard we don't know what the message entails but then it goes back and then we see i i mean this alone i thought wow you know this this is a complete it, this is a tonal change because there is no opening sequence for this episode of picard like it's it. literally yeah it's literally the the orchestral that everyone yeah. knows Star Trek picard and then it goes into what i absolutely adore the the undiscovered country wrath of Khan opening with the blue fonts and the, the stars slowly coming towards you and it just goes mm. part one the next generation bang and it moves on to the yeah. next one and i'm like "Wow, okay all right so this is this is already different yeah and then we are it's taking felt a bit
1: self-indulgent in season one where yes. the whole really slow thing and you're like just just get on with it like it i think that's the problem it's nowadays people don't do intros anymore it's kind of like you know it's yes. like old movies you know where movies started and they kind of either didn't have an intro and then just did credits or they had this massive intro it feels a bit like good that they're like hey get down to the episode we'll have the credits at the end rather than like wasting time yeah so
0: we we, we move for the credits and obviously we're at chateau picard and it's the 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 beautiful drawback shot of of that wonderful painting of the d um which the d, <laughs> I, the d I, <laughs> yeah. I love i love that i love that painting um and, and what i what i love about this this you know this opening this, well this scene is you know picard is talking to um eris
1: mm. who
0: is uh, who is our, our
1: scottish romulan uh a, 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 i'm still baffled well, yeah. by she's a scottish romulan and she's literally i don't think she's real because no she's irish character has interacted w- with her except think, like the card and she appears yeah, I, at the beginning of every season and then at the end and um, doesn't interact with anything you're like going yeah. <laughs> you know i think the yeah. just dreaming dreaming it <laughs>
0: it's um but 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 the talking, and, and, and you know they're going on about first loves and you know oh first love's always the sweetest and he, he goes it's not the first but it's my favorite you know referencing the end the enterprise yeah yeah that i'm always I'm always sad about Eric because she needs more uh, screen time. And I, no. and I do hope as the season progresses, we see more of that because obviously they're moving. She, you know, Captain Picard is leaving Chateau Picard, he's, he's moving to a new planet. Um and the packing up and the run about spring cleaning. Um, and then later on he's 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 writing out his cards and he hears the combat, he hears a combat noise. Yeah. Um, and he searches through and he finds the old uh TNG Enterprise D combat and he's like, Who the hell is, is he yeah. sending a message? Um, and obviously the computer says you know, it's a unique codec, and he goes, myriad, and yeah. then he sees a message and it's a it's a very distressed Beverly saying trust no one not even Starfleet Helbert blah blah, yeah. blah 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 and he's like you know he's like oh what's this yeah yeah and it's like what what's going on um and then obviously we we go to Rafi
1: well hold on, hold on before we go to Rafi oh. it's the fact that we have this combat thing and I'm just like I'm not saying anything I'm, I'm going back on my Beverly possibly isn't the most competent person thing where <laughs> She sends the message to a combat badge that he might just have, like, not anywhere. <laughs> like, it's just this, Why say, yeah. you know, like, there's surely got to be better. And I, and I know that they wrote it in as a reference. So they're like, oh, look, it's an old style combat that you're not going to see in the rest of the season. But at the yeah. same time, you're just like, what if he didn't hear that? Like, what if it's, and she's just like, let's put my hopes into this. You know, and it's like, what if, if it, it, was it was very to that? It's like, okay, Bev, possibly it just not the best idea it was a very puzzling I mean like you said I I when agree you're bleeding I think it, was, out it especially. was a
0: callback <laughs> yeah it was it was a callback uh I think it was purely done for for nostalgic purposes yeah uh, to to send to because like even even Picard says who is sending a message <laughs> to an Enterprise D combat and you're like
1: yeah I think it kind of reinforces, though, that like, because I don't know how much they retconned with Beverly, because obviously we know that Beverly and Picard do engage with each other as they're older, but then obviously have they retconned that now and said, like, after the Enterprise D, they just immediately part ways. And that's, that's her only way to communicate with him. And that all of the other stuff that we've seen in movies and stuff where they're a bit older and they're a bit like, yeah. You know, like, um, because how I, when was I, first I think, contact in relation to the end of ah, next gen? Well, like
0: they say, because the next scene is obviously Picard meeting Riker in yeah. ten forward. Um, shout out to the Eagle Moss collection that is in there of the Enterprise D, which <laughs> I have downstairs, and I was like, my no, god, the now the Eagle toy. Moss.
1: You mean the fat one?
0: The fat, but it's a galaxy class lady. <laughs> um, no, no one wants that. Um, I'm like, yeah, I, I do. The, the the company it made has gone bust. Sell them, <laughs> yeah, sell them it. now. eBay, um,
1: eBay in the future.
0: eBay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, the next scene is is obviously uh, Picard meeting Riker, and they do say in in this scene where he's explaining what's going on with beverly that they haven't spoken 20 years now this is 20 years since nemesis right so uh it's around about um after obviously after the events of nemesis beverly's just gone her own way you yeah. know, because in Nemesis, she was going to head up Starfleet Medical again. That was the the sort of out. That's why she was leaving the Enterprise. Well, I suppose when there's Something no risk of like happened.
1: Pulaski coming along and being like, right, I've told everyone they're bastards. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, OK, yeah. I, better, I better get back there. <laughs>
0: everyone, everyone, I mean,
1: as, as just a side, tear everyone, head off.
0: everyone did say, well, everyone coming we back, can we get Pulaski? And I'm like, bless, bless the actress. She's in her 80s now. It, you know
1: it, I, I'd love her, I'd love her to be there as a cameo but it does feel yeah. a bit like she's probably like you could have asked me 10 years ago <laughs> she's probably like ah. yeah so you know Picard and Riker are
0: talking um uh, about uh crushing how no one's speak, no one's spoken to her she cuts everyone off and they're like why you know why did she do this no one knows why and he well, goes don't... well she sent me oh he's gone away what's he doing is he gonna get anything Uh-oh, spaghettios. Paul just edit this down.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> randomly <laughs> no, anyway, literally just heard this massive bang and it's like four Amazon parcels going through the letterbox. <laughs> and I'm like, what at this time of night? they never sleep so, at Amazon anyway
0: <laughs> so yeah so um they're, they're discussing Crush how no one's spoken to her in 20 years she cut everyone off and Picard goes well the coordinate she's given me is you know it's in the middle of nowhere mm. and then obviously this is where Myriad comes into play and Hellbird comes into play and they say well when you were Lacutus, uh we yeah. had a computer virus and." Myriad altered, you know, added an extra three to to all the coordinates. So he blah blah blah, blah and you know, this the right on system. And they're like, Well, they can't get there, they need a ship. And he's yeah. like, Follow me. Um, so then we then see Rafi, uh, who is on egotistically named <laughs> Metalis Prime. I wonder who named that. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Terry Metalis. He had to get that shoehorn in, didn't he? You have to get <laughs> now Prime. Now I'm
1: and... part of Trek. Yeah, he is now part of Trek law. <laughs> um, I, and... I do find it, though, like, this is my credit. I'm I'm the devil's advocate here, but it's the, the fact of like, they always have this problem of, oh, we need to find a ship. And I'm like, surely, surely Picard can buy a ship or like, Or if they're moving, why doesn't he just try and complete the move? And then he's like, okay, guys, I know we're going here, but how about we just take a little, you know, how difficult is it to get a ship in, like, the (laughs) future? Like, it's not like, you know, the fifth element or something, where it's like, oh, yeah, everyone's got a ship. Everyone can go everywhere, kind of like. It does just seem like, and it's very much them just going, oh, neither of us, retired, very famous people, have ships. Okay, you know it's
0: yeah well it's very hard for a retired animal and a captain who no chair as we'll find out later on yeah that's it um but then obviously we we go to metallic prime and we see raffi and we think oh no raffi who was you know a known substance user from season one and you know yeah. was reformed and she looks strung out and Hitting on these dealers who were giving her a fix and stuff, and you know she's like, "Come on, guy, I need a tip. I can't, and you can get back into Starfleet, yeah. and I can." And you know she's going on, and she got addicted to I information. Thought,
1: now she's like, "Come on, yeah,
0: just just give me a bit more." What well, I don't with the Orion in looked... the future. The uh, the the actor who played the Orion, he looked familiar, and I can't quite place him, but I think he's been a character actor in a fair few sci-fi shows. But he's yeah,
1: gonna... I, I don't know who, but he looked familiar. But I, I'd love it if they brought back that trope that Star Trek trope of just being like, oh, look, it's this person who's been in everything. <laughs> like he's been yeah. in five. He's been in like Voyager. He's been at like, just bring all
0: the character actors back. Yeah. Um, he, but he was, he was very familiar. But anyway, she, she's begging for information because, you know, she's, she's trying to get herself clean and she wants to get back into Starfleet. And the, the big tip will, we'll get her back in, you know, with the, with the senior, you know, with the senior, uh, the the senior leaders of the fleet and and uh here he goes the red lady now when i heard this when i heard the red lady i thought oh my god are they going to link this to discovery with the red angel mm. because that linked me with season two and i was like oh no are they going to do the red angel it's a um, different
1: timeline isn't it
0: yeah so i was i was i was kind of apprehensive about that but we see Rafi, you know Rafi slinks off and she almost changes when she walks away and it's just like Oh, oh, she's Starfleet intelligence.
1: Well, that's it. That, that that's what I thought. I thought it that it was basically like, oh, Rafi, it's all just a guise and she's pretending to do this thing. But then later on it kind of um, goes, Oh no, you are actually dismissed from Starfleet and stuff. And I was a bit like, oh, that seems a bit of a shame. Like I don't I, yeah. I don't like the big leap. I was a bit worried about the big leap where it just goes, hey, you and Seven were kind of getting on in season two, and then you had all this stuff ahead of you. And then we've kind of just jumped ahead and we're like, oh, right, this character that we really needed more time with is now, we've skipped the good bit. We've, we've skipped the... Yeah. <laughs> and it does feel yeah. a bit like you're just going, can we just have some time with Raffi, please? <laughs> Rather than like, like the... she gets introduced, then she's in the background for all the things. <laughs> that That's, that's
0: yeah, th- this... Obviously, this is this her story, the B story will link mm. in with the A story all yeah. the time, but it did feel disconnected in this, which I can sort of understand if they're trying to like
1: oh it's good that she's doing got her this Because I, I really yeah. felt that they were gonna they were just gonna kind of ditch all the previous characters because it is a bit of a shame that like this is what we wanted, like from what we're seeing in this episode. This is what I wanted from Picard, where we're getting to see, the w, we're getting to see like yeah. Riker and stuff, and I'm just yeah. like going yeah I'm really enjoying this and then Raffi being there is a bit like going oh yeah Raffi's still a thing you know yeah so the you know she she gets a hot tip about
0: something called the red lady Lady. you know she contacts Starfleet Intelligence and then we we go back to Riker and Picard on a shuttle Mm. and you get that gorgeous new space (laughs) stock um and you know Picard is sat there going he's like I'm not sure about this Will." and Will's like this is the only way we're going to get a (laughs) ship yeah and then the pan over to the the lovely new re well newish Titan A which is Mm. a refit of Riker's old ship from uh after he left the Enterprise in Nemesis and obviously in lower decks um and they get on board and uh yeah so we see seven of nine as as the commander um yeah. as, the as first the officer isn't it
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah well they, they have a they have a ruse to sort of commandeer the titan for a routine inspection that makes them go the opposite way they should go to get to beverly you know yeah. this is the only way they are going to get to beverly we'll, we'll get on this we'll play nice and then they say oh let's change the pace and let's go Left instead of right um, and see how it goes. And you know, they're like, oh, what was
1: their trip to the Titan though? Like, and they just kind of they're approaching it and then they're like, Yeah, we should work out a plan, shouldn't we? We should work out a really good reason to convince them. And then they're just like, nah, let's not do this. (laughs) I just you know what were they doing the rest of the journey? Were they just like I bet they were just checking the phones? I bet they were just sitting there, checking their phones, being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they were solving up because they did go through a lot of brandy. Again, yeah, goal offer
0: a brandy. So but yeah, so they get on the ship. You know, we see Commander Seven and oh sorry, Commander Annika Hansen. Yeah. Because Captain Shaw of the Titan prefers to use a human name, which you can see immediately that Seven is not happy about. Yeah. And, you know, the facial expression. So and Riker Picard, you know play up to the pomp and circumstance, intimidate a, a few officers walking up. I love the bit the where I love that. Checks that guy's
1: thing out and he's like, I am here in no <laughs> official capacity whatsoever. But, but I, I will, will straighten your badge. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. I love it. But uh yeah, so um you know all the pomp and circumstance and then we get to the bridge and we see Jodie laforge's daughter sydney laforge with this yeah. big beaming smile she's like oh my god my two uncles are on my <laughs> ship and it's like oh. and then Riker just proceeds to humiliate her in front of all of her friends and he's like "Ah, oh, crash laforge sir where are you crashed a shuttle <laughs> yes i crashed your shuttle twice yes i was i was a cadet, and you could see her face go oh, kill me now <laughs> i love that see I absolutely love that
1: I I absolutely adore Riker in this because obviously my criticism of Picard as a show so far is that Picard isn't Picard like it's the way he yes. acts like like later on in this episode like in just in this scene we get it where like he tells like Annika to to shut up or something and I'm just like I don't think he would ever act like that you know like and it's you know it, and it's that weird thing where's Riker is Riker and you know you know it's just yeah. this idea of just like there's I don't know like and it makes me realize the disconnect that I have with Patrick Stewart playing Picard because of how much Riker is just like whoa okay his lines are the way he'd say them you know like the, what we're used to in next gen and stuff yes and and this this was just absolutely amazing like him just sort of trolling her basically
0: yeah it Quite was the whole episode uh, is like that I, I I I enjoyed that and then obviously we, we do have a lot of shit porn uh for about for
1: about three minutes of the the titan leaving i thought it was an advert for the mobile game to be fair when the titan (laughs) leaves and it's really slow i was expecting it to come up being like join now and you get 200 credits or 200 pieces of gold press latinum so the
0: the the next scene is uh what what is the next scene
1: i've only just it's uh, uh oh, i can't remember all i remember is that when we get to when we're on the ship and on the bridge and we're trolling the uh ensign and stuff like that i just thought that the cost of living crisis had hit them because like everything's like compared <laughs> to the next gen everything's really dark and they've just got these led strips on and it's it's like someone's just going oh, oh it's getting expensive should we switch to the ikea bulbs there's but a there's like... a reason there is a reason <laughs> <Because> <laughs> is there it? is a reason because bright Metallica in the future the same as a uh... Well, well, the well same Terry, you ter- can't go past walk five uh, or you'll rip space. Oh, we don't mention that. That that's <laughs> yeah, well, we don't. <laughs> yeah. what 9.9 yeah. 9 now is a fucking
0: Uh there's a there's a reason for that, because Terry Metalis is a huge Wrath of Khan Undiscovered Country fan, which is Nick Meyer. Uh so Terry Metalis is very Star Trek should be more naval, should be more nautical. Mm. So the low lighting uh complements obviously flying in space I and mean, there's a lot of sound effects throughout the episode that are straight from the Wrath of Khan, straight from the Undiscovered yeah. Country, like the, the chimes at
1: midnight um, from General Chang. It's good that he's bringing those like references to it and he's kind of going, yeah. like, this is my Star Trek kind of thing. And it's just good that he has a Star Trek compared to some of the people who have been handed it and you're just a bit like, oh, good. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: but I think uh, so, I mean, obviously we, we, we go back to um, we we go back to raffi who's trying to find out who the red lady is mm. and you know what, what, what's going on um so so raffi is is essentially google image searching for <laughs> red
1: lady and then um
0: has, well, she's, has shan- a conversation. To first.
1: she's having a, co- a conversation with um i don't know like oh it's wolf come on we all know it's wolf. i don't know it's wolf I don't know. You, I we know I, I didn't what, know who I mean, it was to be fair, but they, he's just like they go
0: through the text to speech, don't they, with the computer? Well, you know, it's like, you know, you are I know who you are, and uh, you know, a weapon has been stolen. This is a decoration of war. You are a warrior. And then he it yeah. pans he, like it zooms straight in and he like, that's warf. God, God, i didn't that, think, i didn't
1: think that it was war yeah, for the other it would make yeah. sense it would tie him into it kind of thing but it's like yeah
0: and it's like you are a warrior we need to find this we need to stop it before it happens and then she starts google image searching although more uh, information regulated. would be a help you know
1: i yeah. was getting annoyed by yeah, someone's in... just like oh we desperately need you to do this but no we won't help you and it's like okay yeah <laughs> there's a
0: terrorist attack in the federation you know eight thousand square light years of federation yeah red lady off you go how many red ladies in 8000 square light years are there going to be
1: I, I also love no. how I, I I feel like raffy has got a different life when the camera is not on her so she's doing this she's having a conversation she starts the Google search and then like we go back to her later and then she's just getting around to going oh yeah could it be a ship oh could it be there and like what were you doing in, the, in yeah. the middle? what searches were you doing like when you haven't well- done that yet you know
0: but but for me that 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 for me when it says warrior that that's wolf because what right, okay. what's got we'll a limited vocabulary yeah
1: now that you mentioned it i think you probably could be but <laughs> yeah
0: but then we go back to the titan and we see uh you know a lovely blue stick again going back to the undiscovered country with the blue squid
1: it, it was it was so weird though i was just like what what i, I love i love that it's like it's a feature and they've made a steak blue
0: <laughs> just, yeah well done and I, department. and <laughs> i love that and you know this is our first introduction to captain lee and Shaw, todd yeah. stashwick um and for me this was my favorite scene of the episode because let's be honest he was a
1: dick <laughs> yeah in this no, entire no. my sh- notes i've just written down sure dick dick <laughs> that's it <laughs> everything else is really elaborate then I'm just like no, yeah that's it
0: that's all you need yeah so he's he's already eating dinner and you know seven and nine brings in Picard and Riker and Picard goes you know are, are we late and he's like ah no your your reputation precedes you so much I just thought I'd start early and I'm like yeah. oh damn oh oh it's going to be that kind of dinner party is it yeah and you know he starts sitting down and uh this, you know going through all the pomp and circumstance and then they finally get to the nitty-gritty where they're like you know ah oh, well this is for frontier day celebrating mm. 250 years of starfleet and the federation yeah. frontier day we're here for a routine inspection you know great test and then they, they sort of drip the hints that they want to change course and yeah. you can see Shaw knows something's not quite right because he's, 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 his expression is like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's still eating but he's doing that that if anyone's got a manager and you're asking for something and it's not really the truth the manager knows look
1: wait wait, it's also the fact of as he brings up later why like Starfleet haven't sent them he knows that one of them's retired he knows that like Picard well he's also retired but you know has actually even stepped away from an ambassadorial role so it's this idea of just being like if only they'd planned if only they planned ahead or something or like sent yeah. a false message saying oh yeah picard is also now back in starfleet so trust him i don't know it but was, they do literally it was just very... pop up at, on a ship and be like hello
0: <laughs> yeah we and need it's, this. It's, it's the his suspicions are already there when he can't even be asked to meet them off the shuttlecraft um yeah. and he's, he's he's eating and he's eating and he just, he the way that todd Sashwick acts in this is is brilliant because they asked to change course and he's like oh we can do this we can do this and he's like hmm, no and he just does it as he's eating and it's like so like hmm, no yeah. and but the, the way it comes across because he's like I'm going to be a dick but I'm going to give you every reason for me to understand why I'm being a dick so you agree with me whilst thinking I'm a dick and it's like my orders come from people well above your pay grade and he's like I'm an Admiral uh, retired regrets and he's like well I'm a captain without a seat Titans mine now and I thought oh you 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 saucy, saucy little bitch and saucy and he goes "You saucy minx. and he, he just basically he shoots them down he shoots him out and he goes no nope, no nope, no nope. we're gonna do it my way we're gonna stand the course if you don't like it I'm off to bed bye and he goes and the way that it ends, I just thought, wow. Okay, so they thought they could come in, swan around, do what they want, and he's just gone, mm, no. And and obviously seven and nine knows what's what's uh, what's wrong. But then we go back to um, Raffi again, who finally isolates that the Red Lady is a launching event for a Statue of Rachel Garrett, the captain of the Enterprise C. And I go, is this foreshadowing something?
1: sorry well we already got the reference earlier on to like sort of um what's the episode called where the uh they use the myriad code because that's uh, the same one the yeah, best of both worlds isn't that no 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 it's... Oh, Rachel right, Garrick okay. is
0: yesterday's Enterprise where the Enterprise C, you know when the yes. timeline changes yeah so I, I thought are, are they going to do something because there's always been talk of sealer coming back
1: yeah very There much.
0: has been talk, and i thought this is going to put fuel to the fire because the enterprise c went back with tasha yar who yeah. gave birth to sealer so i thought is is this foreshadowing but raffi raffi finds out that it's you know the red lady it's the inauguration of this statue in district seven so she flies to district seven um and then we go back quickly to the titan where the card and riker are on bunk beds and it's like you know this is this is like a famous admiral and a well-acclaimed captain of starfleet and it's like yeah here's two bunk beds can you just kindly fuck off
1: and leave me alone it's the sheer cheek of it and I think there's I think and to be fair I quite like him as a villain but also at the same time I'm a bit like he's unnecessarily a bastard you know yeah yeah it's like because he he said during
0: that meeting he's like i love you both you know and i've read all your adventures and your irresponsible actions and stuff so he respects them but he doesn't like the way they did it because he's he he looks very by the book yeah and he's like you know he's like i run a type ship i follow orders and blah blah blah, blah, blah. but yeah. to to dump them on bunk beds again going back to the undiscovered country with mccoy and kirk on those bunk beds and he's like you know one day one night kobayashi maru like that and they go on about again going on about how crusher what happened in those 20 years why do, you know why is she only coming to us now what's happened why is she doing what she's doing and then they get called uh, to the the observation lounge for seven you know and she's just basically right guys cut the shit why are you here and I, I i really like that because she she knew and she was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna pull you up and i want to know what what's going on so they tell her that you know beverly crusher is in danger and they've been told no starfleet and stuff and she's outright like, okay you know and you can tell she's unhappy and she's taking shit from sean she she doesn't think starfleet's right for her and Picard gives her a, a speech of you know I believe you're on the right path I believe yeah. that you can inspire people and stuff and then walk out to the bridge and she's like well I've brought you here so fuck the consequences Um, <laughs> I think she's I just like, of it all yeah. you know she's just like yeah I'm gonna leave anyway I'm, I'm, so
1: might as well go out no
0: I know yeah I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the pencils with me that's that's sort of what <laughs> I um <laughs> That, that's what I that's what I saw. Um, so obviously, they, they get to they, they get to the, the the writing system, and she's like, "We, you know, we we found a ship just beyond our range. We can't scan it." And she's like, "You've got four minutes before shuttle, you know, before uh, the the of the, the shuttle the shuttle bay leaves and stuff like that." Yeah. Um. But then we go um into Shaw's cabin, and obviously he's in the middle of a nebula, and he's
1: like, "What that he he's, he's yeah. fuming." Absolutely to be yes. fair though his cabin doesn't seem better than bunk beds to be fair I know it's yeah captain. he seems like a bit of a pro- I mean at least Picard had room for a bloody saddle in his uh quarters you know like you know no angry. angry. they've given you know, maybe they're giving they're giving him a given... small ship of bunk beds yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, how, the, how the Enterprise D was like oh it's got room for families and kids and stuff this one they're like it doesn't even have room for crew basically no but um, so so obviously you know she's like you've got four minutes, and he's
0: he's storming off to the bridge, and they fly off in the shuttlecraft, um, and then we go, uh, you know, that lovely little speech in be- between them both again, where it's just like Riker looks at Picard, and he's like, ah, you know, just like the old days, and Picard <laughs> just goes, are you are you enjoying this? And Riker's like, of course not. <laughs> With that cheeky little smile, yeah. and he just said, "Yeah, I, I absolutely love that." So the find, the find crushes ship, Um, and uh, we we go back to to Raffi, who now knows, yeah, the, the red L- It's an inauguration event for a statue. Um, could have
1: known quicker if someone had helped? Maybe if someone had helped. Yeah, if someone <laughs>
0: on the same planet in the next district.
1: You if could have said more oh, than one guy fall. on the planet. I feel, yeah. You know?
0: yeah yeah so she hops it there she's trying to warn are trying to warn him. and then we see one of the possibly the coolest effects i've seen in in, in modern star trek <laughs> portal the video game in I... star trek where they just
1: move an entire building i i literally i laugh i laughed out loud at this despite how horrendous it is i was just like you know it just appears then falls down i'm just like now you're thinking with portals <laughs> just as like starfleet yeah. just collapses
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't because I you, you see the circle and you think oh the like the buildings just collapse like they, yeah. they've got this weapon that just like seismically affects it and it collapses, and you're like oh my God this is awful and then you just it, see it, a, a portal in the sky yeah. and it just dumps it on it and it's like you've screwed one part of the city but no I'm going to just going to legitimately take a massive dump on this <laughs> other part of the city and then you in the very like Tiny little speck you just see the little red lady go flying out of the portal and then crashing it in the floor. pull it like, oh, no. poor, poor red lady and i'm like and Raffy, and you can see this is like Rafi is snapped and she's mm. like i've tried to help and and i think this is going to affect her like um the death of uh elnor mm. in, in yeah the death of elnor i think this is going to affect her like elnor did in season two i think and it's going affect a not- lot of people because there's a lot yeah. of
1: people in starfleet headquarters. But, oh but I no! Think does that's this not... mean the? Is, does this mean the admiral who's just like sheer fucking hubris? Is she... No, that was that was uh that the
0: building that got destroyed was a, a recruiting station. On oh, I thought it
1: was actual Starfleet headquarters.
0: No, 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 no. So, so okay, that's yeah. that's all right
1: then. Okay, but well, hopefully she was yeah. in it. Fucking hubris. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it. she was in it visiting or something. Or like...
0: Yeah, she she was a frosty knickers, wasn't she? Not <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> but um.
1: But but so, hey, yes, obviously... all we've seen, I love how all we've seen of Starfleet in this time is bastards. Where you've got like her, you've got the person who ends up to being traitor in season one, and then you've yes. got Shaw being an absolute dick. And I'm just like, has Starfleet lost its way? And they've just like, you know, they've forgotten have, how have to. Have they be lost kind. human resources? Yeah, yeah. Like, as as, like, as are, HR are... just like
0: yeah, I think they, HR they, they just they held the
1: HR just downsized HR, and they're just like now yeah. everyone's angry at a bastard.
0: But obviously, you know, this is this is like setting up ooh, the, you know, this is the weapon that you know, this is yeah. this is the the threat. Um, and then it's like, yep, and then it goes back to Picard and uh Riker boarding Crusher's ship, going through the hunt, and then they find Crusher mm. in a little cryogenic uh thing. What yeah. Picard does, Riker's looking at the ashes of the dude that she just point blank killed at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. And then a dude he's got in you know got yeah. a gun him. and then the big reveal happens on the bridge of this show on the bridge the of the, the, the,
1: jump, the, the jump the shark moment that kind of isn't a jump the yes. shark moment because it's yes. like no that that's kind of normal like i i don't think there's anything massive reveal about it you know it's, yeah and it's like oh, who okay. are you and i'm like
0: i'm a son and he's are like
1: oh um, you don't look like awesome. wesley <laughs> um, so and it's like well, wesley uh, wesley's off having crazy space sex with the traveler i think you know still he's been a time lord yes he's <laughs> yeah he's been a time, been lord. A time lord. uh so so yeah crusher has uh another son yeah Now, oh, i are we gonna have a fist fight between him and wesley at some point in the season do we reckon is wesley coming in this season Well, he we referee you know he appears in last season so the so either that universe. was a random cameo, or he's going like, oh, well, actually, he, foreshadowing that he might be involved. I, I think it'd be nuts to do a season based upon next gen and not bring everyone that you possibly could into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, they that- should, I think they should dig up uh, Marjol Barrett and uh, have her cameo as the computer voice yes. as, a, as a dead computer it, voice that, it might be difficult be now tough. however uh ah, service.
0: i i put it to you though sir Majel Barrett roddenberry jean roddenberry's mm. mate wife did before she passed record yes every word so that the computer could be used long after she passed away and they never used it
1: and and it's a real shame and i'm really annoyed especially with the technology that we have now like even the words that she didn't do they could make them like out of the actual recordings they have i yeah. just think to be fair they probably saved them in like you know like four kilobyte per second mp3 files and they're like oh piss <laughs> should
0: have thought ahead here you know potentially yeah but uh so yeah so it's the last scene obviously they, they realize that it's it's crush's son we don't know who he is we don't we don't know his name yeah. Um, but we know his crushes son and then obviously another ship appears and it's like this big i mean very reminiscent of star trek 09 how it yeah. comes out with that nebula and you're like is that nero you look for it first place and you're like is that nero <laughs> but no but it's it's this big ass x-wing type scimitar from menaces yeah. type ship and then that's it but that is it and then it goes to the the wonderful and i i am absolutely in love with every decision that they have made For the end credits yeah the first contact if you're going to do a theme star trek first contact is the best one that you can do Mm. because it, it it was a beautiful score by jerry goldsmith laid down to very detail oriented visuals that sort of foreshadow what's ha- what's coming you know yeah. you see
1: a starfleet museum you see well, we've, type- we've had this in every season we've had this in both seasons so far where basically you know in the first season it was the intro where it kind of went hey here's things that are going to be relevant later on yes. uh, and then in the second one you had the where it changed throughout the se- series that it went hey here's references and i think it's great that the show has its own things like. Because a yes. lot of the stuff that happened in season one, the fans, me especially, are like, let's just forget that happened. Let's just no, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, but in then in two, it got better. And then it's like, I like that. There's something about Picard that it's brought to the table that I'm kind of going. I like that. I like the idea of just saying, hey, foreshadowing. Like, and and the fact I, that it's the yeah. style of the computers, like it's, I complain. Like I'm complaining about the lighting. I'm complaining about this. But it's the fact of I want. Picard that is Trek like where I want more references to original Trek and in the first season they basically just went yeah everything's different computers work differently we don't have any of the same technology everyone acts totally differently Picard doesn't act like Picard and you're like how is this the show so by having stuff here where the computers where some of the computers are that and some of the you know like they're they're that's old style they're that you know it, it brings me in as a fan and it makes me engage more with the newer stuff by there being older stuff there also if that makes sense i for, for me
0: o- overall this episode this is because I, I i know people who have worked they were they were taken on in season two because season two and three were do were done back to back so the stargazer from season two that was the titan so they just dressed it up as a stargazer bridge and then obviously for this one it's the titan but uh my friend doug dregsler who worked on all star trek from the next generation all the way up to enterprise yeah uh, michael and denise okuda who created the okuda grams the lcast computer system they were all brought back and like we said at the beginning terry metallis is seasoned in star trek mm-hmm. he was on voyager he was on enterprise he is if you're going to find a hardcore star trek fan and this goes back to star wars if what makes the star wars series work is because they are done by hardcore star wars fans what makes for me this work and uh, to a similar extent strange new worlds work is because mm-hmm. they are made by hardcore Star Trek fans who not only know the source material but know the very finest detail and references and sound effects so they know yeah I want it this way I want the I want the computers to be this way and Dave um because it was it was the production uh, designer David Blass who said to Terry he was like right if we're going to do it we'll bring back literally the old crew live yeah. in front of the camera crew and the crew from the production so they were like right we want it to (laughs) feel like Star Trek how do we make it feel like Star Trek get the people who made it feel like Star Trek in the 90s back and you can tell the the love the passion in every tiny little facet is there that like I said at the beginning in the 25th century that font is from the wrath of khan that line <laughs> is from the wrath of khan the the music is from the from star trek 2 onwards because this series is very much we're old we are you know we are over the hill but we've got yeah. one last adventure and that's very much the undiscovered country the music the sentiment is the undiscovered country yeah. um but it's it's the next generation's version of it the the design the l cars it was very like if you're going to do star trek you need l cars not like what was in season one not you know and yeah. and, and this like it has to feel like star trek and a lot of people who have who have seen um who have seen most of the season and who, who've worked in it they were like this is star trek and we want it to be like this
1: yeah. um and the the overall you've got design. to love something to properly bring it in and yes it's the idea of like you've got to be like hey who are we making this for because it's the idea of what's the point of making Picard for a new generation if the you know because they would make sense if you were like hey let's make the card for a new generation so that they can go back and discover next gen but then yes. they, if they're not going to make like Picard like next gen, then they're going to get to that and be like, oh, that's not like the thing I like. It's completely. So it's different. a weird. Who was the goal? Who was the who was the audience that they were aiming for in like season one and whatnot? And you're right, they're bringing things back and just realizing that the vibe, you know, needs to be there. And I think this does it. Like it's the fact of like, you know, it. It was a bit weird because it felt a bit weird with the Raffi scenes, and obviously I've been a bit harsh about Raffi, but it's it feels a bit disjointed. Of- yeah in a, in a kind of way where it's like I but I'm annoyed that it's just this idea of I dislike a lot of the characters that we've had through Picard because they yeah. haven't been given the right time due to bad writing and stuff so Raffi yeah. never really got much of an arc and then and like I said earlier we seem to just jump ahead and be like oh she's here now and you're like could we see the the middle bit there of like how she did yeah that? Uh, and that would make me Engage more with her as a character, and it feels weird that the character that we kind of got the most plot with, like, um, which was oh, after Agnes, um, Gerati, yeah, Gerati, yeah, 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 um, that they're, they're not here, and the I'm new like, Why did they <laughs> yeah. and it's that weird thing, and it's like, oh, it's so strange, but they kind of she's had time now, so I kind of feel like I can engage with them. Whereas Rafi, I'm like, I've watched all the seasons, I watched season two twice, and and she, she had a fling with Seven that yeah. happened. And then, and yeah, that, that's her. Yeah, and then she was annoyed with Elna dying. And, uh, oh, and, you know, and I feel a bit like weird about that. But um, also, I just want to say, as a member of the LGBT plus community, I'm still annoyed that the sort of random throwaway, oh, there's lesbians, you uh, know, bit at the end of the first season where it's just going, oh, all yeah. right, okay. So it's a it's an off-camera moment then, you know yeah so it's good it that was... they actually made a thing out of it in two rather than just being like oh they're lesbians oh they've broken up
0: um yeah oh thanks for that i i feel that the uh, well, not,
1: I, mean, I i well not i'm saying lesbians. i mean it. bisexual you know um yeah, are yeah. I, same sex attracted to one another i hope um with all
0: hope that obviously, i mean it's got to be inevitable that Rafi gets aboard the titan Mm. or or in some way is with the crew they're all going to have to come together and i feel that we need more seven and raffi we we need Mm. to see this you know what's going on why
1: what why are they constantly breaking up what 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 is it i i would be annoyed if they didn't I'd be very I'd be very annoyed because I'm glad that we're getting this subplot with Rafi so that we can see more about it like already I know she can use Google so that is already a massive (laughs) leap in character you know yeah (laughs) yeah um but I would be annoyed if they just went oh yeah they broke off off uh, off screen and yeah that's not going to get resolved so you're right they have to you know meet up and whatnot and as long as there's some kind of on-screen resolution with that I mean, hopefully they'll do flashbacks, like hopefully Raffi- in the next couple of episodes, Raphael have flashbacks and it'll basically go, hey, she was getting a lot- really drunk and that and here's an argument she had with seven. And here's-. that's probably the way I would do it. And then we kind of get that retroactively. <laughs> I, I feel although there are some some dark elements
0: uh, in this episode, I feel the tonal shift that everyone was going on about is justified, but it's for the better. I Hmm. feel this is and I mean I've I've been burnt by the first episodes of the last two seasons where I've said yep this is this is what and then (laughs) they've done but as I said as I said to you before we started this yeah for season two the first episode was brilliant the Subsequent two and first, three, yeah, were okay. Were
1: really good. I, I, but then, I really enjoyed it. And then it was like, and now it's turned into something else. It's like someone in, it, someone else yeah. came in saying, "Hey, I want to do this," and they're like, uh we're making Star Trek." And no, no, okay, we're gonna go back yeah. in the past and do this.
0: But it's Terry metallic because you can, you know, it's like Terry metallis Which episodes did he do? Season two. Oh, well, he did one, two, three in the last episode. Ah, the good ones. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 it's, and like, it's like okay. And now someone's gave him the keys to the car and said don't crash it and to be honest he hasn't yeah. yet so <laughs> the the first episode caused curse of picard might not happen and a lot of people who, who again I, I trust in the trek community you know mm. on, on, on on all over thing, th- they have said this this is something that it, it's way it's a major step up from the first two seasons and it is it is going to be the trek you know and love with new elements in it Mm. now for me the last year I think Star Trek as a as an entity Star Trek Star Trek's quality production writing apart from Discovery has (laughs) has has, there been any Discovery
1: in the last year uh
0: there was season four last year but no one cares Mm. so that's the, the impact it made on me that's the impact yeah so but overall apart from discovery the writing and the quality has been exceptional because they've sort of had a probably an introspective in- review like the, the, mm. they reflected on themselves and they brought in these better writers and all of a sudden you've got strange new worlds which was one of the best new shows that came out last year and it was what people wanted from star trek they were like oh if you're gonna go do the original series let's do the original series episode of the week
1: villain of the week bang straight out the park lower decks Yeah, it's exactly it's exactly what i mean it's the fact of just going why are you doing so it's it's like you know when you get an adaptation of something like a video game adaptation and they just go oh yeah we're gonna have a character called this in but they're not gonna act anything like their actual character and you're like yeah or oh we're gonna take the plot of the game and then we're just gonna totally change it and you're like why are you making this game then why not just make a whole new property like and yes. I, I don't understand it I don't understand the Hollywood logic of going like uh oh yeah we're gonna use an existing IP and then we'll put it out so the market will be the existing fans but then we'll do stuff that'll piss the existing fans off and you're like right okay <laughs> right, yeah. that's it that's yeah it. an interesting yeah. approach um And it just feels a bit weird like you know like discovery like i don't enjoy it at all but i think it would be there's so many people that absolutely love it there's so many people that like it is their their favorite thing in the whole world and it means a lot to them i just kind of go did this need to be star trek like i don't i can't think i say you know it's like does Does it need the references to Spock and stuff? Could that be a separate thing? Like, it could be a totally separate IP and be great in its own merits. I think a lot of the ire it gets is because people are watching it, expecting it to be Star Trek, and then being like, it doesn't have any of the tropes of Star Trek. It doesn't have any of the things that we're used to. It doesn't have the vibe. It doesn't have the, like you're saying, the Monster of the Week thing. It was, you know, for like two seasons, it was like, it's the Michael Burnham show. What they're up to today? And it was like, yeah, and it's like, that's odd because Star Trek has never been that start you know like even in yeah Next Gen, it kind of goes hey here's an episode picard's in it for like five seconds and then it goes off and does something yeah, it follows troy for a bit like and and ds9 yeah. especially where like you know the ferengi episodes where it even has a cameo where they they you know they go through the wrong access tube and end up in Picard, uh cisco's office and he's just like yeah what are you doing here and that's it that's it for the whole that, episode yeah. you're like going. You can do that, like you can do that with a strong ensemble cast, rather than going, "Hey, it's all about this person." And it feels, and so it's nice getting a cutaway to Raffi in this one and going, "Cool, it's not just Patrick Stewart." Yes, yes,
0: and and this is this is, I I mean, don't get me wrong, I love I love all Star Trek. I will never not watch any Star Trek, but I will also accept that there are weak weak parts of the franchise Discovery being one and I I will defend this the only thing I it's not the characters it's not the actors it's Mm. the writing yeah and the writing is done and you can tell it's done by someone who doesn't get what Star Trek symbolizes and wants to do their own thing and people say, I don't like Discovery, not because of my not because of the S- Sonequa Martin Green, not because mm. of the actors or anything like that. Yeah, she's it's great. Right. It's the, yeah, she's she's a brilliant actress. Yeah. Loads it's of the way, yeah. It's the way it's written. Mm. And the first season for me was solid. Half of the second season was solid because it introduced Christopher Pike. And for me, if they said, right, this is going to be two and done. So we do two. The end. They go into the future. We move on with Christopher Pike mm. because this will be the backdoor pilot for Strange New Worlds, right? I would have been fine with that. We know why they went to the future because they were sick to death of doing, you know, the the uh, oh continuity and this that. Yeah. And it's like, right? If you, if you were that sick of it, why Strange New Worlds being greenlit? And why is it one of the best reviewed shows of 2022? It's not the
1: continuity that you're struggling with. It's the writing. We, it's and, the it's the yeah. why take on a universe if you can't write within that universe you know they, it's like cool do something else like do your own property if you're like oh we're so tethered by like you know oh well we need to do this we need to do this we would need to explain where this goes yeah so it seems a bit weird that they're like created a whole new timeline using the ones from the movies so that they're not tied yep. down in that regard and then they changed loads of the motivations and loads of like the relations and stuff So they're not tied down in that regard, and then still ended up being tying themselves down with stuff and being like, "Oh bollocks, you know, time travel." So I (laughs) mean, it's so.
0: But I mean, like I said, (laughs) we
1: should do this. This has just turned into us complaining about discovery. Oh, I know. But I do, but- I I get exactly what you mean, though, where it's Star Trek is looking up. Like, like we've had so many good things, like Lower Decks. Like, I think, was it you that told me to watch it? Because, like, I hadn't Lower watched Lower Decks, it. yeah. I hadn't J- watched it, because I was like, oh, one day I'll get around to it. And I watched yeah. it, and I was like, it it's not laugh out loud funny for me, but I love the references, and it's wonderful. It's, like, almost nostalgic, and like, like you've got a friend in the room, knowing that the people that wrote this, and the people that did this, are also fans and there's little nods and there's little kind of you you know it's like it feels it's, like you're kind of all oh, cool amongst friends here you know it's that passion that mike mccannon has
0: uh and again like terry metallis in, in picard it's the tiny little details that that go this is this is the world that we love it's mm. it's star trek it's got that feel it's got the the font it's yeah. All you have to do is use a font, and people immediately feel, yeah, it's familiar. All yeah. you have to do is use the little L cars beeps, the little phaser noises, the what, and people go, yeah, this is that tiny little thing by passionate people. But I am off off the back of this first episode, I am very optimistic for season three. From what I've heard from uh, trusted people, obviously without spoilers or anything like that, mm. I'm very I'm very enthusiastic for how this is going to go. We yet to meet the rest of the next generation cast, which I'm really yeah. excited about because in the trailer, when they saw Jordy, Jordy looked pissed. <laughs> and I want to see a pissed off Jordy, not. Hold on. Oh What are your speculations? Inaccurate.
1: What what's pissed Jordy off? Why why are he so angry? Who who made Jordy angry? I don't.
0: I mean, in the I trailer, think maybe he like... hasn't
1: had his eyes fixed and someone nicked his visor. It was it was all <laughs> lies. <laughs> He's just like.
0: I I think he's sort of like, I think Jordi's sort of like he's a commodore now and he's holding up the fleet museum and he's just mm. like, you're always seeking for adventure. Just let the let the young people be the <laughs> gung-ho renegades and let them have their time in the sun. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. past it now, Picard. Like then, it wasn't all good things. But then, but then Picard's just like,
1: "Fuck you! I'm an android now. I can punch through a wall." <laughs> or is
0: he an android? We don't know because it's never mentioned.
1: but no I mean I do do love the idea it's like did Q fix that did Q tie up that little pothole I don't know I'm secretly I'm hoping but uh (laughs) But I I I am very much looking forward to uh next week's I'm very Mm -hmm. much looking forward. I'm looking forward to Moriarty well this is the thing it's like I I'm a bit like I know we we got like we got Riker we got uh we got Riker we got Crusher in this episode we got like Rafi and we got seven and stuff so it was great to get these mm. things in because I kind of worry that like I you know that I think they're going to be monsters of the week kind of things because obviously mm. in the trailer we see law and we see emma uh, uh, I was going to say Marathi there and I'm like nope I'm getting into Warhammer fantasy um <laughs> no, <laughs> totally see. different thing <laughs> adapted properly um but yeah, uh, and Moriarty, but I think they're going to be monster of the weeks. I think they're going to be like, hey, we're here for one episode and that's us done and we're not part of the wider plot. I'm sure yes. it'll be something where they discover the computer and they're just like going, oh, what's in here? Oh, it's Moriarty. You know, rather than them being part of the main plot, because I kind of yeah. think the main villain might be Sealer. I, I have a feeling. They haven't Everyone been teased says, anywhere, uh, but I'm yeah. really going to be perfect to go hey these kind of law needs wrapped up moriarty needs wrapped up you know who needs wrapped up Zilla fucking needs wrapped up and because Everyone they haven't said this. teased them at all i think maybe it's because it'll be a bigger part of it and denise crosby is being very vocal by
0: saying you know <laughs> She's oh, I, just in there like, oh, I made
1: a mistake it's been yeah. 30 40 years I've, just let me back
0: i feel left out of the ensemble and i'm like no you're in there we know you're in there she misses, there. The, she misses
1: the romulan bowl cut that's what she misses don't we all don't we? <laughs> these, Rom- these new romulans yeah yeah i don't like it these where this these scottish romulans that is that is that xenophobic <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> i like, know it, she's it's, irish it's so dumb. is it irish is it he's irish? irish yeah okay right okay. I'm, I'm definitely xenophobic I mean but I know
0: what you mean like they, they are you know they,
1: where did that they... accent come from exactly but I, I think that's the <laughs> thing I missed though like it's like it's obviously I I'd like to think that the discussion was had in the costume department or in the sort of design department that they like had Romulans they're like okay we're gonna have Romulans this season and then suddenly they break out the shoulder pads and they're just like right oh time to make everyone look like an upside down triangle um or or
0: was it hear me out or was it because romulus blown up they didn't have to conform
1: to government mandated yeah see that's the thing and then they're like haha (laughs) and and it is a strange one because it's kind of like it's like if we get to see post ds9 Cardassia, like what that would be like in terms of now that they've got now that they've lost this ruling government kind of thing like this militaristic government is the culture totally different? Do people act totally differently kind of thing? So it's, yeah, I guess in that capacity, it's great to go like, hey, yeah, Romulans, everything we knew about them was because of their oppressive regime. And now that they've lost that and, well, their planet, um, you know, like this is what they are now. They've turned yeah. Irish, which is, you know, I didn't have that on the cards, but, you know. If we're going back to DS9, I demand Kirinaris. I demand <laughs> it. We need Colonel Kira to K- kick some enemy ass well do you do you reckon though we're going on a bit here but do you reckon that with um is she going to be a colonel or is she going to be a vedic because i know you know, obviously Ooh. the whole thing was that they were going on star mm, trek online DS9, she is a vedic. They'll probably be like oh you yeah. know
0: she she was it she in star trek online she is written as a vedic she is kai Narise. yeah um so you skipped all of the oh, middle kai, bits there she's just yeah, kai kira like, yeah kai right there we go yeah I, I do I mean I, I know it would be, be absolutely
1: wonderful to see yeah. her visitor again.
0: Uh, she's a wonder. She is a wonderful human being. She she is very feisty <laughs> um, uh, as a, as a person in real life, and I, I and I think as a, as an actress, she is absolutely she was amazing as as Karen Reese. But I I hope I I hope there is more DS9 in this. I hope there's more Voyager in this. I hope we finally finally the amalgamation of voyager ds9
1: and tng into one gloop one yeah. glorious
0: gloop i of a I, series.
1: I would now this might sound a bit crude uh but i would come in my pants if we had i don't know like a mention of the dominion uh if mm. we had a Vorta. if we mm. even if we just have cisco popping out of nowhere and being like hey bitches, i'm back just um, bring back jeffrey combs <laughs> Jeffrey,
0: just just Jeffrey. Com- just no, what if Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs, Combs,
1: Combs playing Sealer? It would work because he's yeah. that like <laughs> good. They, they, You they, would they think put- it's Denise Crosby.
0: <laughs> he that? is that he is that good. You know, I have long proposed a, a, a Star Trek Coombs where it's just Jeffrey Coombs in every single role on screen, and it will work because he is the perfect him and Michael Dawn yeah and uh oh, Jeffrey Armstrong yeah who, who played the Admiral in uh Enterprise he, I think they were the most reoccurring
1: actors in the show but well, I mean I uh, also, also also I forgot I don't know the actress's name but the you know the woman who plays data's mother but also ends up playing
0: yes she uh... plays
1: someone if she plays someone in Voyager because in Voyager she plays ah, I've forgotten who she is in Voyager, but she is in that, and then she's in DS9 as the, you know the. Person, if anyone the DAC, knows, please leave like it her in her the comments. Da- yeah, leave it in yeah. the comments. Please, please <laughs>
0: leave it in the comments because this is going to play on me unless I
1: yeah.
0: uh, stop being lazy and go on
1: IMDb. But I totally forgot. Like I, you know, that it's like, oh, she's been in all of them. To be fair, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to watch but Enterprise I'm, again and be like, is she in this?
0: I, I think I think if if this season, uh, based based on the first episode. If it's as good as the first episode or even better, I think this could be the new golden era of of a continuation yeah. of the t n g Star Trek, which everyone loves mm. um and I think we the world at the moment needs more of i we see, we need more of this
1: i I think it's i it. I'm very optimistic but i'm I'm gonna be the devil's advocate again where I'm very optimistic, but to the point where I'm a bit sad that this is the last season, like they've said this is the final season and you're like oh but you know but it just got good could we could we just do a do-over could we could we have this or as season it? one? <laughs> then... or is it ah, because right, okay, yeah,
0: jonathan frakes and Metalis have said this is the last season of the ah not yeah. necessarily the last season of tng because and they've been talking Terram-
1: about uh, a spin-off yeah. for seven haven't they and it would be great to get like yes captain
0: seven spin-off
1: mm.
0: which uh i i think would work as jerry ryan again tremendous yeah. actor um I, I there's a load of there is a load of possibilities if you've got the right people behind it with the 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 right uh the the, the good writing um yeah. it writes a black. you know you can write your own checks yeah so overall though um I absolutely love this episode I love the direction that they appear to be going in I I love that Finally, Star Trek Picard has got its shit together uh, compared to the last <laughs> it only took like 20 episodes. <laughs> it, only, it only took three or four years to, to finally get there. But no, I I very much enjoyed it. Um I am looking forward to next week. Um so I think wow we we have really gone over with this one, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, sorry. um but it it is the first episode, so we needed to get this off our chest, guys, before mm. uh you know, b- before we move on. But uh, yeah, next week, episode two um thank you so much graham for for joining me on this on this incredible journey For coming in and complaining coming in well it wouldn't be a star trek fan fan without complaining you know (laughs) trekkies love a good complaint we are second only to star
1: wars fans for morning so it it comes comes from a place of love no uh yeah it's been fun it's been fun doing this and we'll do it again next week for the next episode and yeah i hope it'll be wonderful
0: Thank you very much, everyone, uh, for watching. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Click that bell for Nerdy Up North. We have a podcast every Sunday live seven thirty PM on the Nerdy Up North uh, YouTube channel. We also have Twitch. We have the fantastic Facebook community, which hit seven thousand members as of the seventeenth of February. Um, come and join us come and join in on the fun we do everything and anything we are just nerd sluts. we will cover <laughs> anything you want us to cover we are very passionate um, nerds. I I nerds. Nerds. <laughs> but uh yes thank you very much graham uh thank you very much for everyone for watching i'm going to say stay nerdy everyone because i've always wanted to say that sorry sammy <laughs>
1: yeah uh, and-,
0: and uh hello live long and prosper l-l-a-p there we go but uh see you guys bye